it doesn't really mean like poor as in financially. Sometimes mm-hmm. poor I- in like your mindset, yeah. you know. Mm-hmm. We think poor. That's why we're mm-hmm. poor. You know what yep. I mean? Yep. Like we would say, yeah, I'm poor and I don't have to work really because, you know, I'm poor. And it's just like an excuse mm-hmm. instead yeah. of I'm poor and I want to have a better life. So now let me work triple. Welcome. Hello, Irene. How are you? <laughs> I'm, I'm really good. I'm really good. It seems like it's a good start. <laughs> yes, We're already happy. <laughs> yeah, we need to have that energy because the topic for today is quite sensitive. I think so. Yeah, so we'll try to have this conversation as light as possible. But of course, touch yeah. on things that we don't normally we, as in Filipino, don't normally talk about. This kind of conversation is like a conversation that doesn't really happen because we are always in denial when th- this kind of topic is on the table. So our topic for today is money can or cannot buy happiness. So about money, having money, is it something that can give us happiness or not? Let's talk about that. What What's your take on this one? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not really materialistic because I don't really mm-hmm. buy material things. I'm more focused on, on experience. But mm-hmm. mon- can money make me happy? Yeah, <laughs> it does. <laughs> no Sorry, judgment. But I, no, I, judgment. Like, no judgment. <laughs> no judgment. It does. It mm-hmm. does because it can it can buy me experience. Mm-hmm. You know, plane ticket. It could give me the time for my family. Like it it allows me to mm-hmm. be able to go on holiday with my family, and yeah. that makes me happy. It allows me to spend time with my family. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. just what it is. If you have some money, like I'm not saying I have a lot of money. I'm just saying I'm okay. Mm-hmm. Right. I have a little that is just like comfort, but it allows me to go and visit my mom. You know, yeah. we go somewhere and that makes me happy, mm-hmm. really. And yeah. not having money makes me sad. I remember when I was 20 years old, somebody asked me, like, what is your greatest fear? Actually, this was an interview. They tell you. <laughs> and I said, <laughs> I was 20 and I said, I am scared to die hungry. <laughs> And the face of the HR was, uh, yeah, you can imagine. But it means, you know, for me, because I grew up with nothing. Mm -hmm, Like I tell you, I grew up with nothing. Like I go to school with one peso and that's what can you buy for one peso, right? Yeah. I go to school. I can't afford a paper. I don't have a lot of friends by then in high school because they fear that I would borrow paper and I can't really pay for it. For me, sorry, but yeah. Money can make me happy, especially now. Yeah, that's right. And for me, I would say that having money is something that can really add happiness, I would say, because happiness, it's really Mm -hmm. subjective. What makes me happy may not work for you or whatever makes you happy may not be a source of happiness for me. And I would agree with you that having money can really give you not only material things, right? Because like for me, I, I, I provide for my family and... Of course, you mm-hmm. cannot do that if you don't have money. And exactly, especially if you have bills to pay, if, if you have, if you need to buy groceries, if you don't have money, that's something that would stress you out. And of course, when you see life, for example, you were able to provide for your family, you were able to not only just give or, or share the basic necessities for them, but of course, like, for example, giving them gifts on Christmas or New Year. 
right? You would see the, the face, how happy they are. And that gives happiness to me as well. The happiness of giving. And you can give if you have some money. It's yes. just what it is. Exactly. That's right. And that's why I said happiness is really subjective. It really depends on the person, what makes the person happy. And for me, seeing my family happy makes me happy. And that's why I can only do that if I have money. And that's why I'm working hard for that. And because of this, of course, in our society, there's label for that. If you have money, you're rich. And if you don't have money, you're poor. And now we're entering that sensitive part. There's this line that Bill Gates said. The statement was, if you are born poor, it's not your fault. But if you die poor, it's your fault. And a lot of people, especially those who has a different mindset, would say that that statement is coming from a privileged standpoint. Mm -hmm. The thing is, Bill Gates also started with nothing. He's not the billionaire that we are seeing him now. Yeah. So, although there's like a conversation around this statement. Like, for example, a poor person in the Philippines or a f people from the poor family. And when we say that if they were born poor, it's not their fault. But if they die poor, it's their fault. So, when we say that in that conversation, if you're a family that started from nothing and you ended up still nothing, does it mean you didn't make enough effort to improve your status? There's possibility you did not. Yes, there's possibility. But of course, we have to consider the environment as well because not everyone are given the same opportunity. I think it doesn't really mean like poor as in financially. Sometimes mm -hmm. poor, like your mindset, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. we think poor. That's why we're mm -hmm. poor. You know what yep. I mean? Yep. Like we would say, yeah, I'm poor and I don't have to work really because, you know, I'm poor and it's just like an excuse. Mm -hmm. Instead yeah. of, I'm poor and I want to have a better life, so now let me work triple than the richer mm -hmm. than the rich people. I mean, rich people doesn't even sleep, but why we have tambay? And they're the ones sleeping 24-7, like, it's amazing. Mm -hmm. They can afford to just rest all day. So, I don't know. <laughs> and, and that's why we have to really... Because when we say poor, we automatically look at the status of the person fin money. financially yeah not, money. not really the mindset you know yes. emotional yes so yeah. and and that's the reason why we have to talk about the opportunities because number yeah. one are they getting the same opportunity number two if they have the right mindset can we identify that this is an opportunity because sometimes people in the poor area are also given an opportunity or sometimes those who are succeeding, they are looking for that opportunity. The thing is, do they know how to identify the right opportunity? And that's why it's really important to have that mindset, right? That's the problem, right? Yes. We were taught to actually hate money. Mm -hmm. You know, like oh, the, the saying, you, you are not going to bring money in your grave yeah but for me yeah of course why why would i bring it because there are cultures there are people from other countries who do that like they, they <laughs> but of course in the philippines we don't do that right because you know at young age i was already i guess it's the part chinese that, that would like teach me how to save mm -hmm. at young age i was already saving and then when i started working i was saving i don't really spend 
And then a relative told me, what are you going to do with the money in the bank? It will just rot. I was like, duh, money in the bank is digital. <laughs> they don't just put your money there and it's in the box like, yeah, the Irene Falco. It's, it doesn't work like that. And, and he said, well, you know, you can't bring money in your grave. I know I'm not bringing it. I will leave it to my mom, obviously, or my sister or, or to yeah. whoever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but yes. I'm not going to bring it and I don't have to hate it. Yes, that's right. And another thing that I would connect to that is once we identify the opportunity, what do we do with that opportunity? Because people who have a poor mindset are afraid to take that opportunities. Risk. Yeah, the risk. They would rather be in their comfort zone. Yeah. Because especially if we don't have this huge open mindset that with by taking risks you will be able to be more and do more right and i would say that not all poor people are to be blamed for their misfortunes because they are hard working especially those who are selling the vendor in the streets or or they would start early in the morning and they will not go back home until their items are sold out. I think I know what's the problem there. They earn money, right? They earn good money. Like, let's say a seller would get out, like 4 a.m. they're already selling, right? But the problem is the the habit. They don't save the money. Let's say they earn 1,000 pesos in a day. That's big money. That's Mm -hmm. more than the office worker, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. That's 30,000 a month. Mm-hmm. But they have nothing left mm-hmm. end of the month. Why? Because now they get home. Saturday, Sunday. What do they do? Mm-hmm. They buy an alcohol, drink with friends, and that's already 200-300 pesos of a weekly income. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? And now they would be like, oh, let's go and gamble. That kind of thing. So the problem here that I noticed like back then is we were not taught how to manage finances. So yep. it doesn't matter how much that get in uh-huh. because we spend them before we even receive them. Yep. Or the mindset like, oh, I have salary next month. Let me spend it now. Mm-hmm. I mean, the salary haven't arrived yet and why would you spend it yeah. now? So it's the financial literacy, if what you call it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We were not taught the government yep. never taught the kids in school yeah or, or the, the education we don't have that yeah we probably have economics but it's not at that it's point yeah. mm-hmm. right and parents doesn't teach the kids to save because they say hate the money like what i said earlier mm-hmm. that money is evil yep. root of all evil right yeah and it's good you mentioned about financial literacy i think i i read somewhere that there are already school or i'm not sure if it's debit but i think they will already include financial literacy in the curriculum in high school, which is really important, especially if they make the curriculum relatable and something that can really teach the Filipinos how to manage the money. And I think that is a game changer Yeah, for the future of, of the kids, you know, like the next generation. Mm-hmm. And we also have to consider the, the size of the family. Because yeah. even if an ordinary Filipino works hard at the end of the day, let's say that person earns a thousand. But if he or she has eight, eight kids, will that be enough? So we also have to consider that. That's why it's important to have mm-hmm. to approach it holistically because it's not only about the money it's how you can manage that another problem in a household is like let's say the eldest daughter or son 
got a job mm-hmm. now the rest of the family will actually rely on that person mm-hmm. yeah so that's really tough yep. it doesn't matter how much opportunity this person get if everybody's actually mooching off her or him then it's still not enough yeah and, and, and i think it's because of the way we have in our society like For example, a regular family, we have father, mother, let's just say father, mother, and mm-hmm. then the kids. Usually father would say, I'll take care of the family. I'll be the head of the family or whatnot. Technically, the father is the main source of income or, or the mm-hmm. provider, right? And then the mother would stay at home. And then once the father is almost reaching the retirement, the responsibility of being the provider will be passed down to the eldest or whoever has the highest salary, I would say. And then the cycle would go on. Instead of all of them would be working together and mm-hmm. help each other, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. And even if the other kids are also earning, sometimes it would be difficult to have the equal sharing of <laughs> bills. And, and that's something that really, well, it's an opportunity for us to really talk about and, and manage because whoever is the breadwinner, would really have a hard time to manage the current finances and at the same time plan for his or her future. Yeah, because now, let's say, the money that you earn, that you give to your family, which, like from the previous episodes, we're not saying giving money to prim- family is bad. Because we do it, we do it. But there's, of course, limitation. But the problem here is that the limitation on you when you give everything is like... you could use the money to actually improve yourself. You know, you could use the money to get more skills, mm-hmm. right? Because like you enroll yourself to get a, a course and that costs some money. But if you have nothing, how can you improve yourself now? Like upskill, right? Yeah, that's right. So that is like a domino effect. That's right. Okay, next to our point is, is the statement money can't buy happiness. Just an excuse of people who can't afford comfortable lives. My take on this is that it is not excuse for people who can't afford, but excuse for people who doesn't want to have a better life or they are afraid of what yeah. a comfortable life is. I've, I've seen this. I'm sure you do. You've, you've seen this kind of mindset over and over again, right? That's why it's really important to start with the mindset because if you're the kind of person who wants to have a better life, not only for yourself, but for your family, And not only for the present, but for the future as well. So if you're that kind of person, you will only see money as a tool. It uh, is. And not being a slave of money, right? So there's like difference with the way you look at it, mm-hmm. right? And I think you've already mentioned that this. If someone agrees that money can buy happiness, is he or she materialistic? It's like the first point I was saying earlier. Because mm-hmm. for me, money, I use money to have experience, right? Mm-hmm. I use it to travel, mm-hmm. to, to see my mom. Yeah. And, and to go places. To actually, like two weeks ago, I went on a holiday mm-hmm. to actually detox. Like social media, anything yeah. work-related. I was away. Mm-hmm. I was on a holiday for, for a whole week with my mom. We went camping. And yeah, that yeah. cost money. Yeah. Nothing is free. Yeah. You can't really fool yourself that every that 
you can't be happy without money. Yep. You can't. It's it's hard. Mm-hmm. It's really hard. True. Unless you want to be the negative person mooching off your relatives, then okay, go on with it. But for me, no, it it depends really. How can you say some what when they have some money and they're materialistic or they love money and then they're materialistic? Maybe they just want to make sure that they are comfortable. Yeah. They just want assurance, you know. They're they don't want to worry about the next meal. Mm-hmm. They don't want to worry about like are they going to lose a house or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's just to assure that they have comfort. Yeah. And they can do something to actually improve the quality of life. Yeah. Means they could eat more healthy food. Mm-hmm. They could afford to go like leisure and and do exercise or something like that. But generally, I think it's up to you to judge. Yeah. And it's not always the case. It's like those who believe in that saying doesn't necessarily mean that person is materialistic. Having money is not only giving you happiness. Well, it's a byproduct of that because having money can also give you the freedom. And that's why you mm-hmm. are happy because you have the freedom. You have the freedom, freedom. To, to decide what to eat, where to buy, what to do because you have the money. And, and having that freedom really relieves you from having the stress of all the do's. You can actually do a lot of things if you have money, right? That's true. And that's something that we shouldn't demonize unless that person is really bad because of that money, right? That's a different conversation altogether. And you could actually sleep better at night knowing that your family are well fed. Yeah. You know, like, uh, for me, it's just that comfortable life. Yeah. And I know for sure that there are no parents who would want their kids not to have a better life. For sure, yeah. even the, the people in the poor community would want their kids to have a better life. That's why they're working hard. Although there are some parents who are neglecting their kids. They then, don't really care. <laughs> yeah, that's a different story. But, you know... Especially those who really cares for their family, they would want for their kids to have a better life. And hopefully those kids who have that kind of parents, they would see that and use that experience, use their situation to strive harder and have a comfortable life, right? Most of the time, the kids see it and actually they use those parents that actually push them as a motivation. Yeah. You know, because they want to give back, mm-hmm. right? It's all about giving back. The happiness of giving. Mm-hmm. Like, have you experienced actually just helping others and there is that feeling of happiness deep inside that you don't really know? Mm-hmm. right like i used to feed the kids back in the days like mm-hmm. i would go to 7-eleven and buy them like the mm-hmm. pre-packed meal uh-huh. the 29 pesos <laughs> it's not much but the, the feeling of being able to help this kid for the night a warm meal and without money you can't really do that mm-hmm. really to be honest like, yep. unless you have a farm and still you, you would need money to have the farm but the happiness of giving like what you said money can be a tool yeah to be able to do that yeah Actually, I have this important conversation with a friend and I told her I have this observation because she came from a family. Her, I'm not going to say her name. Her, her dad used to drive a tricycle and her mom used to wash clothes for other people. I think that's, that's the story. She, she's the eldest. She's this kind of daughter who used that situation to really strive to study well 
and have a dream for her family. So she she was able to do that and all, and and now she's uh working as a teacher abroad, and she was able to provide for the family and all that. You know the the rugs to riches kind of story. And then she was relating to me another. I think I'm not sure if it's a friend or a relative of them who has the same story. Who started really not good, and now that friend, I think friend or relative, still on the same situation. She didn't make an effort to have a better life. She's like, I'm in this situation. They took the contentment, literally. Or she lost hope early on in her life. And I told her, I have this observation. It's like, if you're in that situation, there would be two groups of people. One who would use that as inspiration and another one who would lose hope early on. That's right. And I think that's really important for for people in this kind of situation. You actually have the opportunity to choose what kind of life you will take. And that is the opportunity that they did not see. Mm-hmm. They see the negative side of it instead mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. the positive side. Yeah. Right. So even if we are in a situation that we don't like to be in it because we feel that there's still something more, something greater for us in the future, then believe in that and do something about it. Because we are the driver of our life. Our decisions, our taking opportunities and, and acting upon it is something that we can do to have a better life. Right. And small decisions actually have a, a bigger impact. Mm-hmm. And we might not see the result now or one year later, but then five years later, who knows? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. right. The decision we made a few years ago is actually the one that put us either good position or bad position. But a small decisions that you do, every action that you do actually mm-hmm. have an impact, mm-hmm. right? Right, right. And there would be people who will say a lot of things with everything that you do, but you really have to choose who to listen to, right? People would say you are greedy or money. Money changes you. Yeah, yeah. Or when greed consumes you or you are becoming greedy because you want more money. Ignore them. And you would be greedy if you are becoming a bad person, right? If Mm -hmm. you are turning that into something that you are really selfish, like, you know, you're not really helping your family, you're not helping other people when you can, or you're only just doing it for yourself, just for yourself. That's when you become greedy. And that's something that happiness will only be temporary. Because if you have that kind of perspective, you will lose people around you. Yeah, but what if they are worth losing anyway? <laughs> you know, it's, it's a different topic. It's a different yeah. conversation. <laughs> of course, what I say is you will lose people around you. I mean, the people that you value the most, your family, mm. your friends those who are people that that should be in your circle because definitely there are people who would want to get in your circle but they are not because you have money yeah but they are not fit in that circle yeah because greediness it can be taken from internal perspective like the person i would say i'm greedy because i don't want to help them and all that but if you are helping your family you are you, you are helping the people you want to help, I don't think that's greedy. 
and and you don't feel like they're using you and you're still happy helping them then that's good yeah but if you have them and you're not happy then yeah exactly when you are giving wholeheartedly but mm-hmm. if the greedy part is coming from the external side which is from the people who are just maybe jealous of what you have or because you didn't help them they would say oh you're yeah. greedy that's a different Thing, right so well that kind of people you just have to ignore mm-hmm. because you don't have to feel guilty for not actually giving in to those people that will take advantage of you mm-hmm. because you will not be happy if you always feel guilty mm-hmm. of not giving in yeah right and, and these people these are the type of people that i think we've already talked about those who suck energy out of you Next, we are not contented with having the things that you want and keep wanting to have bigger and better things. I think it's something bad because if you are not contented with having the things that you want, it means you're the type of person who are visionary. Because that's actually where I'm having trouble right now because what is the context of not being contented, right? Like, It can backfire because now is we're saying like not being contented. But if you are poor, are you going to settle for less? Exactly. And not only that, because like people have this kind of mindset that you have to be happy with what you have. The thing is, if you don't have anything that you should have. Exactly. Okay, let's say I stay in, in Islam. Would I be happy with that? Sorry, but... You know, we should at least aim for a bigger one. If we're going to dream, dream big. Mm-hmm. It's free to dream, right? Dream big, work for it. At least do your best, mm-hmm. right? Give whatever you have for it. But don't be just contented. Of course, it's good to be contented. Mm-hmm. But see your position. I think I see now. Because I was like having this trouble in my head about the saying, be contented and blah, blah. Or you are not contented for That's why you strive more. But I think people are using or interchanging humility or being humble Mm -hmm. to the word contentment. Because you can still be humble and strive Strive more. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And that's why people who are not like that take it against those people who want to strive more. It's like you have to be humble or you're not humble enough. Something like that. So... You can still do that. Even if you are already having the good things in life, you can still be humble. And you are allowed to want for bigger things because it means you just want to get out of your comfort zone. If you're being too comfortable, then get out of it Mm -hmm. and have more if Mm -hmm. if that's what makes you happy, right? Yeah, yeah. How can we judge you if you buying a helicopter just because you feel like it makes you Mm -hmm. happy, right? Mm -hmm. How can we judge you for that? Yeah. You're not borrowing it from me you're not hurting somebody and and if you've worked hard for that for all we know you've worked you hard for it. 15 years to, yeah exactly next would be when the thought of getting or having so much money affects your health and well-being <laughs> you should have balance of course mm-hmm. it's yin yang right mm-hmm. everything should be balanced too much of something is not good obviously mm-hmm. if you now work and work just to earn money and then now you get sick and then you spend the money to heal you then what are you doing that's why you should balance it as well mm-hmm. make sure that's Health is wealth, remember? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? yep. So don't skip sleeping. Some people would work 
24-7. I don't know how they do that. Or like sleep a few hours in a week just to earn a lot of money. And then they would get sick and then spend all the money they earn yeah. just to get better. So yep. for me, balance it. And you do you. Like, if yeah. that's what you uh, want, anyways, go it's ahead. You. <laughs> it's your health, it's your money. But yeah, you really have to to choose what to compromise. And you know yourself anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if you can get a higher paying source of income versus spending a lot of time just to get the same amount so might as well go for a better paying or you know have a better source of income or more sources of income so yeah finally this one i think we've already touched on this it's about when money causes feud between family members this is common it is common i think it was a tiktok video i came across it's like blood is thicker than water tell Mm -hmm. me have you divided the land yet (laughs) actually and i think the reason why it causes so much chaos between family members because there are some who number one who are greedier greedier than the others number two there are some who didn't let's say didn't give their participation or (laughs) let's say didn't care as much as the other and then when the division of wealth suddenly they would want to have equal part of that and third i think the reason why there's feud because we don't have that right financial education no we just want more and if we started from Early on, when when the couple started to have this financial education, they would be able to have or to plan it well, even if it's mm. still early. And for then the let's say, okay, we have a farm or whatnot. We have this lot. Yeah, for the kids. Earlier on, if, if they plan it ahead and put it in writing and, you know, have a right conversation with the kids even if they grow old it would be easier for everyone to accept whatever that is and the kids will actually have the mindset of uh, that's my parents mm-hmm. i work for my own you know and the, mm-hmm. if the kids were raised right they will not really have interest so much for the parents yeah um, uh, land or whatever or if they have interest because you know mm-hmm. it's the parents are dead or something like that but they are all financially literate. Uh-huh, yeah, right? and they will just they will just discuss it no, like like normal people would discuss and like okay, let's just cut it fifty fifty. Yeah, yeah, but that doesn't happen. Sorry, <laughs> it doesn't happen because having last will and testament here in the Philippines is something that we don't normally practice or we it's don't normally. Yeah, you know, it's just that okay, we work hard, we have this piece of land and then the parents died there's nothing there's no last will and testament and that's why there's feud so if you're the person who will have a piece of land make sure you have a last will and testament and if your parents have a piece of land just work for yourself and give it to the the needy one yeah it's not your money don't risk your life for it I've known people that are willing to kill for a piece of land. Yeah. And and that's worse. But it's happening. It's really happening. Yeah. Because of greed, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. So see, it's really a sensitive topic. And hopefully we're not touching some buttons there. We were making it light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
But these are important conversations. We're about to have our conclusion, but let's talk about our thoughts on money is not everything. So number one, money can buy you a house, but not a home. Our home is broken when we don't have money. <laughs> it will be broken when we don't have money. That's number one cause of parents fighting in, in yeah. Philippines. Money. If you don't have money, you can't have a happy home mm-hmm. without money. You can't. Mm-hmm. And even if you were able to buy a house, the question is, do you have a happy family? that you mm. can call home. So oh, yeah. I would rather have money in a house instead of being in a home with a lot of fights and all that. And even if yeah. there's a lot of fight, that's some, some, something, there's nothing you can do about it. At least you have money. <laughs> You're not starving. <laughs> yeah. You can buy a ticket to go anywhere. <laughs> yeah. Next would be money can buy you a bed but not sleep. It's hard to sleep when your stomach is like having a concert you know <laughs> it's like you're sleeping but you can hear chirping and you think it's a yeah. bird but honestly it's your empty stomach yeah. <laughs> so actually might as well buy food instead of buying bed. yeah instead of bed we <laughs> <laughs> yeah. need a bed uh, anyway i slept on yeah. the floor before no big deal yeah exactly if you can buy food buy food Next would be money can buy position but not respect. Who cares about respect anyway? I'll take the position in it. <laughs> yeah. Well, because you can't please everybody. Exactly. It's just what it is. It doesn't matter what you do. And it doesn't matter if you have position or no position. People will not respect you, right? That's it. You you, you respect is something that you have to earn. Yeah, and it's still up to you how you deal with people. And it's uh, up to you how you present yourself. And whether exactly. they respect you or not, you shouldn't be bothered. Well, I don't know. I, I don't like position. I, I'd rather stay with the money. No, but this is money versus respect. So I'll take the position anytime. Okay. Because I come to the point where I know I cannot please everybody. Mm-hmm. And I know I, 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 will be, I will piss some people off and... Some people will somehow respect me. And that's okay. If one person, two person respect me, that's that's fine mm-hmm. with me. What can I do, right? Yeah. Because like what you said, you can't really buy respect, mm-hmm. but you can earn it. And it's how you deal with people. Yep. Next is money can buy blood, but not life. Well, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I disagree because if you have money... You can have a better life, a healthy lifestyle. Quality of life is better. And if you have money you can actually send your family or yourself to a good hospital and that can extend your life. Not just that, but like the quality of life in general is much better than when you have to eat junk food all the time or you have to skip meals because you don't have food for that. You can't buy maintenance or some medicines and you have to go to a public hospital, Philippines, you Mm -hmm. know, yeah, instead of St. Luke's if you can right yeah exactly you know what i mean like this kind of thing is i i feel like i'm sorry that i have to say this but this is just like a very hypocrite this is what we use to deceive ourselves Mm -hmm. just stay in our comfort zone yeah Mm -hmm. okay lastly and i think this would also i can relate to this money can buy medicine but not health well actually that's true and not necessarily not health because if you can get your your loved one into a better hospital, like my mom. There was one time that she had an attack, asthma attack. No, it's not just an asthma attack. And we rushed her in an Asian hospital. 
and it's it's really expensive but good thing that i had a cough card with a company that i was working with before and the doctor said if we arrive a few minutes later we could have lost her and it's like if not for that health card that i'm also like paying for it mm-hmm. like we may have gone to a different hospital and we might have lost my mom so that's really important that's why having money is especially if it's worth, a game changer yeah because you can go to good hospital you can see a good doctor because you have money and that's why i feel bad for people who are just going to different options or alternatives because they couldn't afford getting to a hospital or seeing a doctor the thing is it's not the status of life like health you know you don't really choose it like you don't just wake up and it's like mm, i feel like i want to be sick today mm-hmm. it doesn't matter if you're rich or poor mm-hmm. eventually you will get sick but it's a bonus if you have money mm-hmm. and you can actually afford to get yourself a medicine like what you said like go to a better hospital or be able to afford those expensive mm-hmm. medicines mm-hmm. or hospital bills and i guess we're just very realistic and hopefully this conversation is not something that Because let's face it, nowadays in the Philippines, a lot of people will just have a negative or automatically bash if the Mm -hmm. conversation is not within their usual bubble. What they want to hear. Yeah, yeah. So, but hopefully this conversation is something that we can look at and and really see and inspire us to be better and do better. Because all of us can have an opportunity. It's just a matter of looking for it, grabbing it, and owning it. Because yep. even if we are presented with a lot of opportunities, it's just a matter of taking control of our decisions and the way we want our family to live or, or us to live. And don't feel bad if you love money. It's okay. Th- that's your choice. Just don't take advantage of other people. Mm-hmm. Don't hurt other people. Just live as you want to live you know if your goal is to have like a lot of houses go for it mm-hmm. just don't steal it yeah it's it's up to you what you want yep. dream big if you're going to dream dream as big as you can yeah no one's stopping you from that mm-hmm. and hopefully with this conversation you find it inspiring and really assess yourself where do you want to be or what are the, the steps you would take to reach that goal Hopefully, we were able to move some people with this conversation. And if you are like us, the way we think, that's good. <laughs> Welcome to the club. <laughs> yeah, because... It's not normal. <laughs> it's it's unconventional, I would say. It's not the kind of thoughts that we would admit in public. Yes. We know, it's, uh, we, know we love money, but we don't say it in public. We just work hard because, for it. Yeah. Why do you think people invest and earn a lot of money? And why do you think we have coaches to mm-hmm. earn money if money is bad? But don't let money control you and consume you. And actually, for those who would really want to strive to have a better life, this is what I'm telling to my team, that money is not the only difference between rich and poor people. The Another thing that is different is their mindset. The people around them as well. And their knowledge. Yeah. Because... If we only know what the rich people know, we will be heading in that direction. Yeah. But if we will keep with the things that we know now and not really expand and not really 
strive to be in their circle or even if we would be better but not as better as they are so we have to know what they know right we have to read Mm -hmm. you have to read you know that's why they read surprisingly because of the technology there are a good number of people who are openly sharing what they know we just have to be open-minded yeah are you (laughs) open-minded Sorry, I just have to. <laughs> well, okay. you really have to be open-minded. We just laugh at it because it has now a different context when you are open-minded. Anyhow, yeah. <laughs> so you really so, have to be open-minded. Otherwise, it will not be of help if you will just stick to what you know. That's right. I guess that's a wrap up. That's it. And thank you so much for staying. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Hopefully, we can keep in touch. Oh, and by the way... We have Facebook page that they yeah. can follow, engage, share, like, all of those stuff. That's the same title. Where the f-, f am I heading? That's our Facebook page. Yep. So, see you in our next see episode. Next Bye. Bye. Bye.